Good morning and welcome to Morning Mixtape News. It's Thursday, January 25th, 2024. I'm your host, Anna Giselle-Hunasing in Toronto. Here are our top stories for today. First up, a Liberal MP is calling for Trudeau's leadership to be reviewed by the Liberal Party. In Toronto, Olivia Charo is defending the city's proposed police budget. Then, Ontario is bringing in a new kindergarten curriculum. And finally, youth are resorting to hotels and Airbnbs during Ontario's home shortage. Then, we'll hear from Rojan with a segment of good news. And now to the news. A Liberal MP from Newfoundland is calling for the party to review the Prime Minister's leadership. MP Ken McDonald told Radio Canada he'd like for the Liberal Party to organize a chance for members to speak freely about Trudeau. He also said he'd like to see potential rivals for the top spot in the party to emerge. McDonald has caused waves within his party before. According to the CBC, he voted for a conservative motion to abolish carbon prices this October. He said Newfoundland shouldn't have to change their behaviours because they, quote, don't have a population big enough or condensed enough to cause an issue for climate change. The CBC says the Liberal Party holds strong in the East Coast, with 24 out of 32 seats. During the 2015 election, every riding in the Atlantic region went Liberal. A new poll shows that Conservatives currently hold the region, with a 12-point lead. McDonald told Radio Canada his constituents think the Liberal Party has a better chance in the next election if a new leader were to come in. McDonald also told the CBC he's not sure if he'll run in the next election. In Toronto, Mayor Chow was defending the city's plans for the proposed police budget. According to CP24, Chow spoke to the press with Toronto's fire chief this week. She said that for her first budget as Toronto's mayor, there would be no similar cuts to fire services or police. Chow mentioned the $1.8 billion budget shortfall Toronto faces. She said there are no plans to cut emergency services, but she'd rather focus on enhancing them. According to CP24, Toronto City staff proposed budget will increase the police budget from 2023. Despite the increase, it is still almost $13 million less than what the Toronto Police Service Board approved in a vote in December. CB24 reports that police have been warning they will not be able to keep up with expected services if the city cuts their board's approved budget. The union that represents Toronto officers told press this week Torontonians will, quote, see a continued degradation in police service response, unquote, if the budget is not approved. Toronto police have been taking to social media to get their message to Torontonians. They posted that their average response time for urgent calls is about 22 and a half minutes. Chow made clear to press that the Toronto police are facing no budget cuts. When asked about police criticism, she mentioned the overall increase they received over 2023. Chow said she's meeting with the Federal Minister of Public Safety to discuss what support the city needs. According to Chow, the budget will include money for 52 more firefighters, more fire inspectors, 911 dispatchers, frontline and support paramedics. 
the new budget will also make room for the new Toronto Community Crisis Service. Chow said the budget is set to come out February 1st. Ontario's Education Minister says they're set to change their kindergarten curriculum in the next year. According to CTV, the new curriculum will focus on basics in reading, writing, and math. Stephen Lecce announced the changes Tuesday. He said they're set to start in 2025. According to Lecce, the curriculum will use hands-on and play-based learning. He said they will better help set up kids for elementary school. According to the provincial government, kindergartners will learn about coding, fractions, and patterns. According to CTV, just under 60% of grade 3 students met and exceeded provincial standards for math and standardized provincial testing. The Ministry of Education expects starting kids earlier with basic math will lead to better results in the future. And finally, children's aids experts are speaking out about resorting to Airbnbs and hotels to house Ontario youth. According to CTV, the Highland Shores Children's Aid face a shortage of licensed beds at foster homes and treatment centers. Their director says they are now turning to alternatives, including motels, cottages, and office spaces. The organization's director told press, quote, we've moved from it being a crisis to it being chronic across the province. The HSCA say they'll usually work with youth between 11 and 15 years old. The director told CTV that these youth are vulnerable to mental health issues, which make it more difficult to house them safely. Experts say these housing solutions are unsafe, both for the children and workers trying to care for them. Experts say another solution to housing vulnerable children in office boardrooms will have to be found soon. Thanks for listening to the news. Here's Rojan with a segment of good news. Good morning, everyone. You're tuning into the Good News Network, where we cover wholesome stories you may not hear about. For today's segment, the Galapagos Conservatory celebrates their successful mission to release 136 juvenile tortoises to their home on Isabella Island, Ecuador. According to the Good News Network, the giant Galapagos tortoises were hatched and raised at the breeding and rearing center on the island. The tortoises between the ages of 5 and 9 years old were monitored by park rangers, who kept an eye on their well-being and development. Their care ensured that the animals grew up healthy and were ready to be returned to their homeland, where they can freely live their lives in a natural state. On average, the tortoises can live over 100 years. According to the Galapagos Conservatory website, the tortoises were quarantined, dewormed, analyzed for their health, and microchipped for identification purposes. After this, the 136 tortoises were transferred to their new home at the Cinco Cerros area on Isabella Island via helicopter. The financial help to pay for the helicopter was made possible thanks to the public donations that were made by passionate advocates. Without the financial support made from the donations, the only other option would be to transport the tortoises by boat and to manually carry them across several miles of challenging terrain, including lava fields. The process would take multiple expeditions over a long period of time. 
Director of Conservation at the Galapagos Conservancy, Dr. George Carrion, said to the Good News Network that successfully rehoming this new group of 136 juvenile turtles by helicopter marks a crucial milestone in our conservation mission in Galapagos. The Galapagos projects are done with the mission to restore the ecological balance of the Ecuadorian island chain in South America. Tortoises are primary herbivores who aid in shaping the landscape and dispersing seeds, which are two crucial factors in maintaining sustainability. Tortoises are primary herbivores who aid in shaping the landscape and dispersing seeds. One example, according to Smithsonian Magazine, is that they prevent cacti from growing too close to their parent plants. By eating the fallen fruit, they are able to drop the seeds elsewhere on the island through their dung. Biodiversity is like nature's community, where all of the animals have a role in maintaining the land's natural beauty. The presence of these reptilian friends has an impact on the plants and even animals around them as they play their role as the island's secret terraformers. Thanks to human advances, the livelihoods of many species are constantly put on the line. So it's heartwarming to see the lengths people go through to help maintain what's left of the natural ecosystems. And with that said, thank you for tuning in with the Good News Network. If you would like to hear more uplifting stories about the world we live in, feel free to join us next week. From Met Radio, my name is Rojan. Thanks so much for tuning into Morning Mixtape News. From Met Radio 1280 AM in Toronto, I'm Anna Giselle Funising.